Hebrews 12.1 says we are surrounded by witnesses and that we should cast off sin and obstacles that keep us from God. We are to run with endurance the race that is set before us. This is Cross Training. Building your faith to not only carry the cross of Christ, but to get up when you fall and run toward the finish line. Faith-filled business leaders and individuals share their testimony to inspire your journey. Now here's your host for Cross Training, David Anderson. This morning we have Mr. Vincent Liberto. Vincent, uh, everyone has recognizes your voice oh. on Catholic Community Radio. You're almost like the uh, uh, an iconic voice now. I oh, hear it. I've been on. listening to 690 for a, a long time, and I've always heard your voice on the radio. And this morning is the first time we've met, and I can't get over how young you look. Oh, thank you, Dave. It's all the clean living that I'm trying to do. Well, uh... But, I mean, I don't mean to be such a, a voice on, on Catholic Radio. It just sort of turns out that way, you know. I, don't... I mean, a lot of people uh, uh, hear your voice and associate it with Catholic Community Radio. Good. And I think... I hope Mr. Dawson over there is pleased with that. I don't know. <laughs> well, he's an... I don't ex- want to dominate. No, anything. he's an expert in, in a lot of markets. He really is. And we've uh, talked strategy, and uh, he's a super well-trained, well-thought-out guy. But in New Orleans, yeah. Louisiana, your voice echoes... Catholic radio. Oh well, I appreciate you saying that. You know they try not to let that happen. I think I think the, they they try to get a little something for everybody. You know they, they don't want too much Blackwell. They don't want too much Liberto. They don't want too much Colado. They don't want too much Dawson. They just want it to be like a gumbo, I guess. Yeah, know? but you know, uh, yeah, the, the cream rises. So oh, what can you do? Dave. So uh, happy. Uh, Happy Ignatius That's Day. That's it. Feast of St. Ignatius Loyola. Here we are at Loyola. So, um, and I just found out that you were a, a Jesuit alum. I was. Well, not only was I a Jesuit alum. 84. 83. 83, okay. I'm sorry to be so uh, cool. I, I'm, I'm defensive about that because 83 is a special class of which I'm quick to point out I was president of the class of 83. Wow. And Very um, nice. they started this drive called the Turkey Drive, which now in perpetuity, class of eighty three will have turkeys for the turkey drive for people of slender means f- forever. Because wow. of how, how much That's money we fantastic. put into that over the years, class of eighty three is a so special. It's group of endowed guys. to uh, right. produce enough to carry on the tradition. For all the blue jays every year and uh, the night before Thanksgiving we load the truck, well, like, you know, two nights before Thanksgiving, load the trucks, and they bring them out to the community. That's beautiful. With a basket. Well done. But we supply the turkeys. Well done, uh, Jesuit uh, class of, uh, president of 83. Dave, you followed me up. I love that, because well my done. father well went done. to Jesuit, and he was a class of 42. There's actually an award at Jesuit named after him for second place in proficiency in the band. And my son went to Jesuit. And he was president of student body, the whole student body, and summa cum laude, I'm quick to point out. That's terrible of shameless father, Dave. But that's, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to brag. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, uh, let me just say this real fast, I, I, I had no idea you had that sort of uh, accolades behind you. Well, my father, he was second, and they, they let him do an award for second place because, like, it was a contest, a music contest. And, like, the first, the shows you the people who went to Jesuit, like the first year, Louis Prima won the first place, and the second year, like Al Hurt won the second, something like that. I mean, and but Al Hurt won one of those years. I think Lottie was up in there, and then yeah, Salaberto was like in the thirties, and then Salaberto. Oh, we don't. That was the almost. They were the West Bank Libertos, I think. Uh, I don't know. There was some. Sal there seemed the to be a lot of Libertos around. Yeah, we all came from Chafalu, from the same place. Oh, really? In the Great Sicilian Migration. Yes. Uh, um is like what it's like the Mandeville of um of Palermo. Gotcha. It's beautiful over there. I had an uh, opportunity to visit Sicily, really? and it's absolutely beautiful and you really appreciate the culture of New Orleans yeah, when you go really? to Sicily. Uh it, 
we are heavily influenced not only obviously by the food which is really the dominant flavor of yeah. new orleans cuisine is sicilian uh but the neighborliness of everyone really and obviously the church uh oh. but the parallels you can see the sicilian way of life replicated here in new orleans right. i, really I never realized that until we went to sicily and saw how those people interacted with one another and neighborliness and all celebrated family the church around food yeah and uh guess today being saint ignatius day yeah uh, there was a straight boat but went straight from palermo to new orleans they didn't have to go through new york or anything just straight and it was coming every time back and forth back and forth and uh, they needed the the sugarcane workers would that have been the 30s what no year? this was in the 1880s 1880s right after the war or something a huge wow. wave of that's mother cabrini came to uh, and that's that i time. guess when the, uh was it long after that that the italian population shifted out to kenner yeah right and well, then up, South up to punch uh not punch i right. meet and uh, that's uh, right Garyville, around there yeah independence yeah. that's right when you go up that way you see a lot of uh uh, Sicilian names. They needed the farm workers. That, that have farms. They came in as farm workers, and then they own the farms and the land. They uh, were losing. I mean, they didn't have the slaves anymore, so they called in the Italians. And they, and they, it was, I guess, uh, after going to Sicily, you can see the parallel in the land, too. Uh, a lot of agriculture up that way. Uh, and they came here, and that was a more yeah. natural place to go earn a living. Uh-huh. The weather, I've heard the weather was somewhat similar. Hot, hot and humid. Yeah. Hot and humid. Now, they have the sea right there, which is so yeah. beautiful. <laughs> and they eat a lot more fish uh, right. than They're we healthy. do. Yeah, they do seem like a healthy bunch. I don't know what their life is. but uh, So, having heard you for so long, uh, helping businesses get to a higher level uh, on the radio, and then seeing you with the uh, programs uh, every every Sunday when you open your um, the bulletins, my right? bulletins, bulletins, thank business. you. Uh, you're responsible for assembling of a, a lot of sponsors there as well. I used to be. I got kind of a new position with Dazzles and they call it Dazzles and Publications. Um, the business I was with for twenty years, for eighteen years, just went out of business, and after oh. one hundred and twenty ten years. On Valentine's Day, and I was lucky enough to get scooped up by Dawson Publications. I mean, I, I feel strongly about it because it's getting the word out. Mm-hmm. It's highly evangel- evangelistic because it gets the word out that parishes need to get out, you know, about their ministries that they have. And sure. We provide a no-cost bulletin su- supplied by the, the ads on the back. I'm what's called a parish relationship manager. And I just make sure everybody's happy, basically. I'm the liaison between the company and the um, churches. Well, you do a great job. Because, Thank you, Dave. Uh, that means the world to me. Uh, every Sunday, I, I try to get there a little early oh. to Mass. And I like to read the bulletin. That's and great. I look at the businesses on the back. And uh-huh. you know, being a, a former banker, wow. uh, yeah, you pay attention to those. And and it looks like you know the businesses that are that are on the back of the bulletin seem to be doing well. I hope the yeah. uh, folks that read them uh, patronize them. Right, right. I um, think it, it helps them and, and it helps the churches as well. It um, builds a community. Exactly. And it, that's it, exactly I what mean, it, it's, it's insightful that you'd see that, Dave. We have our faith community, but our faith community has to be supported with an economic uh, flow as well. Uh, that's what keeps it all going for us. No money, no ministry, Dave. It's very difficult. To, uh, <laughs> no uh, money, no ministry. And, and I think COVID, uh, you know, really put some new emphasis oh, on yeah. how that's going to be. Uh, right. We're fortunate. We have a thousand, two thousand years of our church, so we have some inroads that uh, it takes a lot to shake us off the branch. It really does it help. When Peter starts hurting, you can get Paul to help. And when Paul starts hurting, Peter helps. So, like, that's that's a little microcosm of that. Like, some of the wealthy parishes' bulletins have a lot in there. And the excess from the wealthy parishes 
would help like urban communities to have a for no cost bulletin as well. So or even rural. Yeah, and rural. A, That's you know, Baptist uh, surrounding and a Catholic church trying to make it through. Oh, it's there. really hard. That's yeah, difficult. Yeah, those places. Well, it must be Here rewarding. In Hearing your voice, and I, I, I'm gonna leave your distinctive voice alone after this. Oh, but uh, no problem. I, I really think you have um, such a distinctive voice, and now recognizable. Uh, I, I hope your career path allows you to utilize that uh, <laughs> unique voice that you have. It comes across as not only unique but also uh, valid. Thank you, Dave. I'm pretty sure I never heard it described that way. Um, I have several responses that I'll give when people say, what country are you from? (laughs) Well, like, what happened to your voice? I'll say, I mean, I don't mean to be flip, and I don't want to be flip or whatever. You can be flip, But I'll say, I drank battery acid when I was a baby, something like that. (laughs) Oh, my. But really, you know, I remember, I mean, it's kind of an Italian horse voice, raspy, but I I remember, you know, being a kid at Tulane Stadium, you know, just yelling like there was no tomorrow at the games, you know, and just coming out with no voice. And I wonder if that had something to do with it. Like that little, <laughs> those little formative years. You remember Tulane yes, Stadium? Yes, yes, of course. Know, those were some of the greatest in the world, you know. Yeah, we, we went to many Saints games there. I know, and, uh, it's nothing like it. Tulane events. That's and, right. Yeah, it was it was. They never should have knocked it down. Well, the new stadium is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it is it is a masterpiece of really uh, inner city stadium development. Yeah, it's awesome. I was wary of it though. I felt like, oh, this is a small stadium. You know, this the, the two lanes heading towards Division Two. That way, they could have their little small stadium, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so I, I think we all it. were. I like the dome, believe it or not. I know I'm in the total minority. But you could park anywhere you wanted. You talking about the temperature dome for two lanes? Yeah, temperature degrees, games? temperature, temperature controlled. Um, no waiting at the concessions. Zero, because only <laughs> you and about five other guys <laughs> were there. Let me tell you something. Literally, all right. <laughs> two lane rice. It's horrible. Two lane rice game, like 2010 something. I ye- literally yelled across the field during a game at somebody on the other side of the field, and they, and they yelled it. back, and I heard them. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> That's how converted it was. <laughs> what a cavern. Oh, God. But yeah, I liked I, it. We had a lot of fun there. It, well, we just really you did. and those five other guys that were yelling at each other had a blast. Yeah, uh, but meanwhile, it's cramped. It's hot. Meanwhile, it, it almost took the whole Tulane uh, excuse me uh, <laughs> program. It almost Hit took the, the table, whole Dave. Tulane program down financially. Uh, yeah. So you were telling me as we were uh, gathering, kind of uh, talking about what we we're going to do with the show, learning more about you. Uh, I have to take a quick break to announce our stadium. Uh, our stadium. We were talking stadium, <laughs> our station. Uh, this is David Anderson from Cross Training. And we're broadcasting from the Loyola Studios in Uptown New Orleans. And today, and I did say we're on Catholic Community Media. So we do have the pleasure today to have uh, a real New Orleanian, a fellow whose voice uh, is recognized by many in the community, Jesuit alum, multi generational Jesuit alum. Uh, Mr. Vince Liberto. And Vince, we were talking uh, a little bit about um, you were in the seminary. That's right, the Jesuit seminary. When did you go in? Uh, after high school? Well, yeah, I went, I went one year to Tulane, and then I, I kept feeling the tug of vocation, and then um, after that year in Tulane, I went to Loyola for a year and, and made my schedule up with all priests and religious nuns and whatever. I just, you know, I, I was thinking about it heavily, and then I just got tired of thinking about it. And I just had to know either way, so I entered. And it was a great experience. I was there for eight years, and um, it got me where I am today. So as I was, And were you here at Loyola? Right here, that's right. It was a great time to be at Loyola. You had kids from all over the archdiocese. Yeah, I wonder if you knew uh, my brother-in-law, Joe Burns. Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, he was a seminarian during that period here, and 
about seven years. And right, uh, yeah. Joe Burns. That's my wife's brother. Wow, but where were they from originally? Ethel, Louisiana. Exactly, that is Joe Burns. <laughs> yeah, they're probably not too. I hope he's Ethel. doing well. He's he, a smart man. He's doing very well. He is. Uh, uh, he went into media. Really? As a writer. He's yeah. A great writer. And then went into editing uh, for a couple newspapers in Central Florida. Uh, now he's his dad taught at Southern. Is that right? His dad. They all talking about the same guy. Taught at Southern. Yes. All right. Uh, married to his younger sister, Una. Whoa. Uh, yeah, we're a small world. How'd y'all meet, Dave? Real fast. We met um, when a group of Jesuit guys, really? uh, your age, Gary Mason and company, and That's some right. other folks, we were organizing a new parade. And uh, being the token Democrat in the group, oh, God. my assignment was to go to City Hall to secure our Friday night per- parade permit. And I went over there, made the rounds, and uh, ended up, uh, you know, was working as a legislative aide for Oliver Thomas uh-huh. when he was Council District B. Uh, it's Whoa. just a naturally New Orleans talk here. That's interesting. And, uh, and we met. Uh, they liked the uh, parade. We Concept we put before them, d'etat, it's a great oh, parade. d'etat, you started the and, uh, oh, man. we got the parade permit for that Friday Dave, night. You've done so we, much, man. Uh, You're an amazing, well, candid no, no, person. No, 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 I was part of a bigger group. I know, but still. My little wheel was that. Uh, I know a lot of guys in that parade, d'etat. Yeah, I'm sure Well, everybody do. does, but it's a great parade. It Good runs. Guys. Uh, so that's where I met my wife. Wow. Now she's a... Just finished uh, her freshman law year school. of law school. Amazing. And, uh, I love that, too, you know, man. Life, life just keeps uh, changing well for <laughs> all of us. Y'all don't let the expression just grasp but grow between your toes. Y'all are on the roll. Yeah, we, uh, we, we have been like that since we That's were married and uh, 25 years. That's so, fantastic. 23 years. And, uh, yeah, we're, we've been very blessed and fortunate and we'd always have to keep it going. So, uh uh-huh. We enjoy it. Um, so you knew Una's brother, Joe. That's right. He was a couple of years, maybe three years. We were never together, but I certainly knew him. Now, in, our, in the format of how we work on the show, we talk, um, get to know you so uh-huh. that our listeners can know who Vince Liberto is uh, and talk about their life of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you have a pretty deep faith just coming out of Jesuit High School, multi-generational. You don't go back there <laughs> or send your children back there unless you uh, you know, want to be committed to the Catholic faith. Uh-huh. Uh, for the most part, some just go for the education, but uh, um, there's a deeper opportunity there for a lot of people. It really is an amazing place. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you had a tragedy with your son where he was yeah. involved in a situation where it was uh, catastrophic and you had to go uh, he was on a camping trip there was an accident once you get him and he's home uh, how'd your faith where, where, yeah oh, definitely that where'd your faith really go a great for opportunity that to grow in faith and I was just amazed how the priests and how people rallied around it, an amazing concern. And um, I knew that I just really had to lean into the faith, like there's no tomorrow at that. And, it, I mean, it really was something. I was amazed looking back on it now, Dave, how much faith can be a tremendous, tremendous source of strength. And uh, it, it sort of, I mean, I didn't think about this too much, but it, just thinking about it now, it just makes me feel like people that don't have a sense of that, even when Tom's... What do you on, lean on? Exactly. I mean, what do they do? No wonder they do the things, the crazy stuff that goes on in the world today. No wonder they it comes out in such pathological ways. For sure. So so you you, you have every parent's worst phone call. Your son's in an And accent. it made me appreciate my children. And just, you know what I mean? Like the, the basic regular days where nothing really... Are the best days in the world. You know what I'm saying? Just a basic <laughs> yeah, day where sure. you wake up, you go to work, you have the gift of going to work, you have the gift of just 
everybody Coming home comes dinner. home safe. Right, exactly. That's the great. That is the greatest day in the world to me. I think. Thank you for putting it in that perspective. That was a lesson. It really is. It, it really is. It was a great. That's a great gift. So you all grow up uh, with your family, uh, obviously keeping a spiritual life. Right, and you know, vocation. I mean, I left the Jesuits after eight years, but vocations. Priests, brothers, Christian brothers. I went to Christian brothers for grammar school. Um, I could tell that there was something very special about these people. Um, they're not just like talking the life, but they're putting their whole lives on the line. And I know that they're not perfect either. You were talking about the religious who were Reli- teaching and right, the Christian school? brothers yeah. and Jesuits, both of them. The, the Christian brothers and the Jesuits had a big effect. I think um, I was. I'm a two-time president of the Sarah Club of New Orleans, which supports vocations. And um, I, I just feel like there's not enough we can do for these people. I just feel like the, the, um, that vocation is a tremendous thing. Um, it's so a great you, witness. you kept your vocation, really? Uh, yeah, well, the, ba- the biggest vocation is the baptism. You know, the fact that's the big, the most important sacrament and the most, because it makes us Christians, you know, and... Um, I'm just trying to claim my baptismal power. I feel like, you know, and John Baptist Dorsal with the Christian Pray brothers, he us. knew that there was such a thing as a, a temporary vocation. With the Jesuits, I don't know, but um, it just sort of ran its course. And to tell you the truth, if I could be really brutally honest, I think the hormones sort of kicked in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At 28. And I'll remind our listeners, this is uh, Cross Training, <laughs> David Anderson, here on Catholic Community Media. You can look us all up, uh, all the folks that you hear on 690 AM on uh, com, and listen to podcasts and really see the news of the world. So uh, David Dawson and the gang up there in Baton Rouge have really done a great job in right. developing the station, which is all about spreading the word. It's kind of amazing. So, it's a uh, great gift. To the region. It really is. So you grew up, um, you had two children, and you you had meals around the table every night and right. said a blessing. I was I didn't realize that when I went to the Jesuits, I didn't realize that not everybody ate buffet style. Like we just, food, it was the most important thing in the world was to have a dinner at that night. Um Wait a minute, you grew up buffet style? What do you well, mean? Well, you know, my, my mother always had a lot of food. She was Italian, and um, it was like the only time, really. Would you set I mean, the bowls of food? I was the only boy, so like I sort of sat there, and the girls would, would talk. My father was a restaurant manager at Masson's Restaurant, and so like he was home seldom at that time. Right. He was a great father, but he was just, you know, the nature of his business. So... I mean, but it was a time, too, to sit there, and if I had something on my mind, I could talk about it. If they had something on my mind, they could talk about it. But I'd say at least 75% of the time, they were talking about girl things, and I couldn't really relate to it. I don't know what they were talking about. I just ate. But, um, now, did you serve the plates uh, before you went to the table, or did you put the bowls of food on the table? Oh, no, no, bowls of food in the middle. I'm, I'm just using it as an expression. Yes, yes, that, yes, yes. Because, like, you know. It, we still eat like that. Right, really, that's fantastic. Yeah, we do that. That's fantastic. A, kind of an insistence of my wife. Good for her. And uh, glad that we do. It makes it, it makes it's all the difference in the world. Whether it's uh, three of us or four of us, it makes a big difference. Just to sit and well, Dave, that's, that's take tremendous. it out. That's a great. Oh uh, yeah, we're fortunate to be able to do that. That uh, hours uh, of work during these twenty three years, we've been able to do that. I'm sh- yeah. Uh, not everyone has that uh, luxury, really. No, and that enhances the relationship. I promise you. Uh, it, it. It's the cleanup. I do most of the cooking. Really? Yes. Uh, I, I'm really Sicilian under this Irish I bet, facade. I bet I know. <laughs> you know, I'm ashamed to admit some of the best spaghetti and meatballs I ever had was done by Irish guys. I don't. I hate that. I don't like that fact, but it's true. Well, I do make a really, really my mo- a good meatball and spaghetti. My, really? mo- my mother had meatballs and spaghetti before oh. I was born. Oh. Uh, so, uh, allegedly, that's my reasoning for it being one of my favorite meats. Yeah, it's so good. And my mother Especially taught me how to do it. Really? Yeah. Uh, Real thing. Taking that tomato paste and oh. cooking it down and 
Dang. Oh, yeah, to get it really dark. Do, and I man. think that was before Kitchen Bouquet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you really had to cook that tomato sauce down to get it dark. And then and, and, uh, three cans of water for the little can. And Yeah, we cooked it. Uh, I still cook it like that, often. Really? Sometimes I use that can, but often it's... Uh, Right. I don't know. You know, cooking that paste down. Yeah. It's so much right better. To it. it is. It really is. It's the real And the house thing. smells good. Yeah. There's garlic and olive oil oh, cooking. Yeah. And Nothing like it. No, there isn't. Uh, other than bread being yeah, baked. A nice salad, yeah. Yeah, those two things. Garlic and olive oil cooking and, and bread. David, our age, we're trying to lose weight and all. It's hard, man. It's I'm, hard to I'm, lose weight. I've been, uh, since, since going to Sicily... I have been losing weight. Really? Yes. How's that? They eat very healthy. Uh, yeah, the Mediterranean diet. It, I, I wouldn't go so far as to call it that. Oh. Uh, but they they don't eat big quantities. Really? More than anything, it's... But it's pasta, huh? A lot of pasta often, but it's no artificial ingredient stuff in it, no preservatives, uh, really kind of fresh-grown stuff, and... You know, onions and squash and mm. just a, a lot healthier without the preservatives. Yeah, and, there you go. And That's I, what gets you. And a smaller quantity. And I've been taking about a half a pound every two days. Really? Yeah. Wow, have you? That's awesome. That's Which is a really nice trend. Um, I feel, you know, believe it or not, starting today, I'm, I'm trying to lose one pound a week. I think I can do that. Oh, you can do that pretty easily. No, I'm going to try. And no dessert at night. Really? Yeah. I would... Uh, One time I lost 25 pounds in about six months. I was so proud of myself. All I did was no booze, in nothing in between. Why would you do and that? And no sugar. <laughs> because I wanted to lose lose weight. Well, I still want a little Irish whiskey. <laughs> I don't want to not... Uh, Chianti. Yeah. Yeah. Something. But I did it. I did it. Well, and yeah, it's 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 really not been as difficult as I had thought it would. Be. I, I appreciate the encouragement, Dave. I need to hear that. Well, when you go up a size shirt, <laughs> and like I don't have any more at this size, well, yeah. I either have to go buy new double uh, X or, or yeah. start to lose some weight. Uh, and then you see those Sicilians eating so well, really, and slender people, and they're good-looking people too, yeah. aren't they? I, I I I hate to say it, but I did not feel I. I felt like the ugliest, fattest person oh, in the whole system. <laughs> yeah, they're all just good-looking oh, people, slender, and you know, here comes myself. They uh, said that's because they've been conquered so many times, right there on Sicily, just hanging out there. You know, it was amazing how many so. different groups have been in control of that island, and I can see why. But Dave, you know, one last thing: if we go back to the vocation, uh, and I got texted this morning early by well, sort of like a big brother in school. They call it the guardian angel. It's the guy ahead of you who looks out for you. And we both agreed that we owe a great debt of gratitude to Ignatius and the Jesuits because it brought us to where we are today. And without you know, without this experience, we wouldn't have the families of being in the position that we are today. So we got nothing to regret, everything to be thankful for. Amen. And that's what the new Jesuit formation was in seminary. Notre Dame Seminary, even on Carrollton Avenue, is to discern a vocation to see if that is where the Lord's leading you. You know, that's the purpose of it. This is David Anderson from Cross Training, and we're broadcasting from the Loyola Studios in Uptown New Orleans. So we do have the pleasure today to have a real New Orleanian, a Jesuit alum, multi-generational Jesuit alum, uh, Mr. Vincent Liberto. When you got out of the seminary, um, what, what precipitated that, that thought process? Um, I'm in the seminary. I mean, you're a pretty really long way fast. in. I know. Eight years. It's a great mystery. You know, Jim Brown, remember Jim Brown, the football player? Yeah, 1965 sure. was at the height of his game. <laughs> and I feel like I was really doing well. And then just, boom, he just abruptly quits. That was sort of like that. You know, so it's a great mystery. Um, I guess I didn't want to define myself that way. For the rest of your life? I guess not. I don't know. I mean, I think you vote with your feet. You can't help yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. You just, you know, you can say as much as you want to. Oh, I want to be a priest. I want to be a priest. But if you're not doing what it entails, if you're not 
you know, then you shouldn't do it. And I, you know, I couldn't go any further. But I, I'm very grateful for, and I admire so much those who can do it or those who do have a vocation. I would, believe it or not, to some extent, you know, I, I sort of like wish. I mean, I wish I could play in the NFL too, but I wish I could be a priest too. <laughs> you can't. You know, it's just not. It's not up to me. It's with, with the Lord. That's one thing that I mean. I don't mean to be pious, but that I really do want to do God's will. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I've taught, you know, high school to girls in the past like three years at Academy of Our Lady on the West Bank and Cabrini. You know, in addition to doing the other things, and it was just such great experiences. You know, but you know, with this new position, I need to be traveling a little bit. So. You know, I couldn't continue any further, but it was against my wishes. I, I wish I could be there. It's the greatest thing in the world. The classroom, people don't realize, it's just incredible. It's like, it, 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 it's not easy, but it's just great work that you can do, you know, in the classroom. Um, working in a direct way to propagate the kingdom, to, to preach the gospel. and Like, you know, it's like I'm a lector also at St. Catherine of Siena. And I work with CYO Athletics at St. Francis Xavier. And so, um, I don't know, if I'm not witnessing to the Lord in some way, I'm just feel like I'm not, and I don't mean to be pious, because like St. Paul says, you know, I'm the biggest sinner around. I truly am, Dave. <laughs> like, you know, it's terrible. I do them all. Name the sin, I do them all. I feel bad, you know, but I, I just feel like a need to witness. Uh, I am faithful to the wife, though, my <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you. Very that was beautiful. Uh, wow. I don't know where to, how well, to respond. From a smart guy like you, that means the world to me. Um, Thank you. Wow. That was really beautiful. You summed up uh, uh, how a lot of people feel. Yeah. And I mean, uh, again, this is David Anderson. On your heart. Uh, host of Cross Training on Catholic Community Media, broadcasting from the beautiful Uptown Studio, the beautiful Mike Early, Loyola. Uh, Studios. Class of 31, I might add. Yeah, you're right. With uh, <laughs> the famous uh, Albert DuPont Jr. at the Switches. He, I don't know if you saw uh, one of the Loyola uh, newspapers, the Loyola newspaper, back last semester. They had a picture of Albert. The really? whole page. My goodness. The whole page was dedicated. My goodness. To it. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was it was impressive. I was like, wow, Albert, you know, we had been doing the show a couple of times, and all of a sudden Man. I come and I look, and uh, there it is. Dave, now I'm really uncomfortable. I'm not <laughs> yeah, comfortable exactly. Being, um, you in, thought in you were. Well. company of cool guys <laughs> yeah, like this, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know uh, you were cool, but now you're double the. <laughs> well, well, I don't know how we respond to that, Albert, ah, but uh, to say anything at all might be to say too much. Actually, if you if you met Jeff Blackwell, oh yeah, that's well, cool. that's a cool guy. That's a cool dude. Personif personification. Of yeah, him. he really is. So They're just uh, a nice man, you know. Nice. What know. a voice too! You talk about another oh, yeah, voice. Clear as a bell. Silk. I mean, he is amazing. It's a beautiful voice. Great sense of humor too, huh? Good man. He's a Great good man. Great sense of humor. Um, so, <laughs> back to you, Nobody, Mr. Mr. Liberto. Okay. Uh, back to you. Uh, this is a point in time we generally talk about food. And being that you have worked with many of the restaurant sponsors, uh -huh. uh, you can't really say what your favorite is. No. Uh, what is your favorite dish to cook um, when you get your ingredients from Robert's, of course? <laughs> Um, you know, I don't cook a whole lot, you know. No? Oh, you grew up with all the your sisters. They did all yeah. the cooking. Um, my, my mother and the wife now. Right. But, um, it's your birthday. You know, I they say. Oh, the birthday say, every year, every year. Spaghetti, meatballs, all right. cho chocolate cake. That's easy. It is. I'll take that. Chocolate cake and just devil's food or whatever on top of a. And just bake Garlic like bread? Duncan Hines. Yeah, if you got it, you know. Salad, a good salad, a good Italian salad, always, always a thing. I mean, I've always said, Dave. You know, if this is about, you put your, about me. I've always had like two great loves. One is Italian culture, one is the church, and they come together in in Mother Cabrini. You know, that the, that's Italian culture in the in the church. But I also could say I, I have Jesuit and Tulane athletics, and CYO. So you can put them all on one hand. I'm a very simple man. All those five, and I'm done. You know what I'm saying? And CYO Athletics. My daughter went out to see really? the um, 
her, her girlfriend's play. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's nothing uh, like it. A cabbage ball right. championship. They made it to the championship. Yeah. Uh, her girlfriend's uh, got skunked, but uh, she said it was a lot of fun. It is, Dave, because the kids meet people from all the positive arts diocese. You know what I'm saying? It's neighborhoods. It's truly neighborhoods. It's like you know, like Old Mary, like you know, St. Catherine, Siena, St. Francis Xavier. Is and it, they play is like it still Dominic. vibrant? I think so, yeah. It really is. It's not like what it once was, but it's still it's still good. And like you'll see them get off the bus. So not the bus, but you get out of the car. It's like, ooh, there's those Lakeview kids. Look at them. Yeah, yeah, Fresh yeah. Fresh from Lakeview. You know? and, and <laughs> so it's, it's territory against territory. And, it, and then you see then they're sitting next to you in the desk in, in high school. Right, uh, right. And, and it's it, not like it's great athlete. You know, this is it's really, fun stuff. It's just people that want to be part of a um a positive team experience. That's the beauty of it. And it connects them to the church like nothing else. I don't know what it is. And all the things that we strive to do in the regular CYO, like um what, prayer, um, friendship, service, it really it's a great mystery why but it all comes together in athletics. There's just something about it, teamwork and all and that. And did you know the Cabbage Ball, uh, if you go order a Cabbage Ball on right. Amazon, it's a New Orleans That's right. Cabbage Ball. There's two places they play it, Dave, here in St. Louis. Really? It's weird. Did they come in with the Jesuits? And it's a great thing. No, but the Jesuits brought... They can claim it. Oranges and sugar. Can you imagine? Here it is, 1700s, and they come to Louisiana, and they brought from Cuba sugar cane... And every sugarcane grain you see here comes from ultimately from the Jesuits, and every orange in this area. Believe it or not, I mean, that's like candy. You're showing up with candy back then. <laughs> 1700, who's not going to like those guys? You know what I'm saying? What's there not to like? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I wonder where the oranges uh, came from. Um, I want to say Cuba, but even before then, it was yeah. from Spain. So, Spain, Cuba. Wow. They were missionaries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? It's just amazing. Quite a country. The camellia flower, too. People don't realize all that the Jesuit priests and brothers have done for civilization. Craters on the moon named after them. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I heard the other day. Big Bang Theory was started by a priest, not a Jesuit. But the whole theory, it's almost impossible to be an atheist when you think about it. I mean, it is, it's harder to be an atheist than it is to be a believer. Did you know that the moon is part of the Orlando diocese? Really? Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't How either. was that? They just I, claimed it. One of the many things I have learned on Catholic Community Dang. Radio. Uh, yeah, listen to it the other day. Really? Yes. Uh, one of the talk shows. That's uh, a tough thing. They were talking oh, about because that. of the astronauts. Yes, is that right? Yes, yes. Uh, Cape Canaveral, uh, Cape Kennedy, something. In that, uh, the New Orleans area and St. Louis originally were in a Canadian diocese. Right, I think. One thing? I don't know, New Orleans, we had, what I like, the story I like is that we had all the way up to St. Louis, and the bishop of New Orleans didn't like New Orleans, so he lived in St. Louis. There's a bishop in New Orleans. Well, I, I over the summer, was able to interview Father Mark Lewis. Oh, yeah. And, Yes, Whoa. and uh, he was a provincial here. Yeah, I, I had banked him back in the day. Man, you got them all. And now he's the president of the Gregorian University yeah. in Rome. Uh, it was really interesting. Dave, I'm amazed how connect the connections. <laughs> That's well, you, know, you never know. You never Nobody know. Nobody knows Mark Lewis. I mean, you know. Yeah, you know. exactly, exactly. Uh, well, I banked him, That's and, uh, and when they were consolidating. Uh, up to St. Louis. Yeah, they uh, got that's part of that province now. So uh, I had to uh, relinquish control of the accounts to the you know these. Oh man! You know, anytime there's a merger, there's winners and losers, and the operational people generally uh, get lost in that. And being the checking account manager, we got lost in that merger. That's but uh, we became friends, and uh, next thing you know, I'm doing this radio show, oh, and no. he's got this great appointment to a university with. Eight popes have been affiliated. He's a brilliant with that. man. He was in Joe Burns's class. Yes, he. We spoke. We spoke of Joe. But it's um, you know, it's it's We're small. That's a small world. It really is. Huh? You go into the pontifical Gregorian University in Rome, and that guy ended up uh, going to school with your brother-in-law. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The world is quite small. It's interesting. So, but it's great to be a Catholic here in New Orleans, you know? I mean, we were just really blessed. There's just so much. A Catholic in New Orleans? Come on. What's better than that? Not a lot. I guess Except being, if you're a I Catholic being, and Italian in New Orleans. I guess being <laughs> a, a Muslim guy in in uh, Saudi Arabia, maybe. Uh, yeah. So 
You're married how long? 98, we're celebrating 25 years now, Dave. Excellent. You too, huh? I'm going on, we were uh, 99. We're oh, married wow. in 99, yeah. Yeah, we were together a year and a half or so before. I'm that. thinking of something special that we can do. I think we're just going to, well, we're going to do a few other things, but we're going to, um, we're going to recommit our vows or something at a mass on that day. September 26, 1998, got married during Hurricane George. It was wow. beautiful, though. It was like the Titanic. You know, everybody was dancing. And, and like, you know, you the, felt like the hurricane was coming. Spent the honeymoon at her aunt's house in Alexandria. But it was all part of the journey. Made it special, you know. Oh, was, sure, sure, sure. Again, this is David Anderson. Uh, we're broadcasting from the Uptown Loyola Studios. Uh, we are doing cross-training. And we're interviewing... Mr. Vincent Liberto, famous New Orleanian, oh, uh, sharing his stories uh, right here on Catholic Community Media. So, did I talk about my daughter? Because we might get, I don't want her to oh, get jealous. Oh, yes, please. Sacred Heart as well. Um, 80 Pies Sorority at LSU. It's just normal stuff. Of course, then, of course. Of but course. what I'm proud of her about is that she got a job right away, right out of college. She's a hard worker. What is her name? Sophie. I wanted to name a Madeline Sophie after the foundress of the Sacred Heart Sisters, since we were so Sacred Heart, according to the, the, the wife. Oh, I'm sure. But the wife didn't want all that, so Sophie Liverday Liberto. Liverday's the middle name, and there was like, you know, the Liverdays go way back in oh, yeah. New Orleans. So, um, Federal judges. Yeah. And she's working with, doing development for the YMCA with Gordon Wodge, Blue Jay class of 76. Smart man, he was... One of the top students. What's his name? Gordon Wodge, W-A-D-G-E. Now, Tremendous I, man. She couldn't, in my mind, she couldn't have a better boss. Just a good man, you know? And how's she doing? Is she doing she's doing well? really well, according to Gordon. I mean, and what, how I'm old? proud of her. She's doing things she's never done before. How old you know? is she? Um, mm, she was born in 2000, okay. and her birthday is June 19th, and so she's 23. What's her faith like? You know, I'm very proud. I really am very proud. She'll go to Mass without even asking. Actually, a lot of times we'll try to go to Mass together, but when we can't, she goes on her own. Wow. And, Good for uh, you. And she likes a, a, a church like, she likes to go to St. Louis King of France in Bucktown. She just, that's where I grew up. And, you know, I mean, all my sacraments there except wedding where we got married at Sacred Heart. But There's a business uh, right over there in the shadows. Of, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Guy Cresson. <laughs> Talk about a good man, good dad. Uh, he did our first he, interview really? on this show. Really? He's yes. just so He's awesome. into it. He's it's just awesome. amazing. It's, he, it's refreshing to see somebody like that. We were in a men's Who loves what they do. Yeah, we For a long time and sat next to each other and just have a great affinity for one another. He's oh, that, awesome. I know. That's in the shadows of St. Louis, King of France, Guy uh, Cresson. That's it. Yeah, Brother Martin guy. That's right. Uh, 71, I think. So... Smart. His father was a the, the photographer at Loyola. Like in other words, any t any picture you've seen anywhere at Loyola was probably taken by his dad pre what like nineteen eighty or something like that. Really? No, I didn't know that. I and his dad that. played baseball for Loyola. Really, something. They had like twelve kids. Just amazing. He told a story with his brother, his younger brother, who uh, died of brain cancer. Yeah, somebody. doctor too. Doctor. And, uh, yeah, it was really a touching, touching story and and time in their life and uh you, if you were going through something like that to have a brother like guy I know. at your side uh i would think my and brother and i would both look at each other as hopefully being that comforting uh-huh uh, but you have to be fortunate to have a situation they like live that. their faith you know the whole they really the mother died in church at saint louis king of france like in the pew and she'd go to mass like several times on the weekend not just once she just loved going to church loved the blessed mother what a wonderful Amazing. place to die yeah claire unbelievable uh, that's and, you know i'm going to see him on wednesday he's got to fill something for me <laughs> well, I'll tell, him, him, hello, tell him i said hello and i miss him as our group, our group had to disband after uh, Father oh. Joe Kraft left yeah. the seminary to go out to uh, St. Clement. St. Clement. Yeah. And um, so our group had to disband, and we were together for almost a that's decade. Why that, that's why I've seen you. I was in Sarah Club. I saw yeah, you in the seminary in the morning. Y'all would come once a month. I was wondering where I'd seen you before. And uh, we would be in there uh, every Friday morning. Yeah, our group, uh -huh. our, our group still bonds. We, we're on WhatsApp together, and we Whoa. we direct prayers uh, for one another. Uh, you know, somebody 
Byron oh. Adams was in that group yes, too. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so it's a great group. It's a really good group of men. And I hope our mission from that is almost like Ignatius, where uh-huh. we go start new uh, kind of pods of, yeah. of men. And in today's world, Dave, it's difficult. No, you know, like Margaret Mead, um, like who started Pox Christie, she said, don't ever think that the world doesn't change through small groups. It's the only thing that's ever changed the world was small groups. That's what Margaret Mead said. So anyway, take that for what it's worth. <laughs> well, uh, with anything, it, it starts small. Yeah. You can't, you know, the biggest company started small. Right. Well, you know, our church. That's right. Uh, you know, we just Apple had. Apple started in a garage, you know. Do church. you watch The Chosen at all? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we watched some episodes <laughs> last night of season three. Man. It's great. You were hardcore, Dave. Uh, awesome. Not really. Not really. I sin a lot. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, my uh, my faith is my opportunity to try to correct myself uh-huh. as I go through life. I love the Francis quote, too, from Pope Francis. We don't get tired. I mean, the Lord doesn't get tired of forgiving us. We just get tired of asking him. You heard that one, huh? Isn't that a fantastic one? It, regrettably so. Yeah. But the flip side of that is when uh, you, you can go to your confessor and say, well, yeah. at least I don't have new sins. It's the same ones over and over. You know, I'm working on them, yeah. uh, but I don't have new ones. Uh, yeah, that's the upside. <laughs> I'm amazed sometimes at how the priests are like, you know, they may seem stern, you know, on, from the, on the pulpit or on the altar, but you get in there and confession, it's like the most compassionate guys around. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Um, um, when we were in, at St. Peter's, my wife was able to make go make confession over there. Wow. Yeah. You mean in Rome? In Rome. Wow. And I was in the Adoration Chapel. It was so beautiful. Oh. It was beautiful of a place that I felt directly into my soul as any place I've ever yeah. been. What year was that, Dave? This was uh, a couple months back. Man. Still living in the euphoria of all of that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm it still was, living in the euphoria of St. Peter's in Covington. <laughs> no, I'm just, oh, that was terrible what happened to them, huh? The pastor there and the... Evil, the evil uh, comes from all places, and you have no idea where and how uh, it, it, it strikes. That's and, true, uh, Dave. Uh, one thing you know for sure about that situation is that fella probably... Uh, had a horrible, horrible life, mm-hmm. and there were not many opportunities for him uh, to go to church no. and develop a faith mm-hmm. and have a man in his life, mm-hmm. or, or, or he could have just been a deranged fella from, you know, his wives yeah. were crossed from the beginning. God uh, only knows. But God rest uh, his, I, I guess he'll go to prison, I guess he's in prison. Yeah, uh, caught him. And and he was out on some other. He had done his time for some really? other heinous crime. I know. Well, I understand it too. Is that father was trying to give him a chance to giving him a job and all that. Uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite movies is about a, a St. Louis priest called Father Dismas Clark, and they called him Dismas because he started a halfway house. It was like the first one of its time. He was a Jesuit priest in St. Louis. Anyway, I saw that movie for the first time in 40 years. I wanted to see it. I don't know why I'm telling you that, Dave, but it's... <laughs> Tell us again. What's the It's name called The Hoodlum Priest. It's a, if you, the Hoodlum Priest. It's a wonderful... You know, Hulu now is just amazing. It's a TV set. I've never watched so much TV in my life because it's got anything you want. You know, I just want the search engine. Hoodlum Priest. I hadn't seen that movie since 1984, something like that. And I was able to see it. Now I'm able to look at it all the time. It's a great story about this priest who sets up halfway houses in St. Louis called Dismas House for, you know, because the, the statistics back then and even now are just unbelievable. Like when a guy gets out of prison, it's likely that he's going to come back in the prison, fall back. In, but the halfway house sort of, you know, gets him a job, self-empowers him, and helps him to get on the way, you know, well, to a better life. So it's tremendous. I, I don't think we have enough of those facilities. No. Clearly not, uh, because your recidivism rate wouldn't be as high if we no. did. Oh, no. uh, but you know, once once those once they're tagged with a felony at an early age, yeah. they're, they're almost doomed to a life of poverty. After that, that's true. Uh, or you know, back in prison, because uh, it's not an easy life after that. 
No. Uh, it wasn't an easy life before then, I'm sure. Um, but certainly after that situation, that's why the recidivism rate is so high. Um, um, you know, it just it's difficult to make it through life as a Jesuit alumni or a Cavalier. Yeah. Uh, Roads are tough. Life's hard. Life is hard. For everybody. Yeah, but we're fortunate. Cross, but it's the cross, right? It, it is. No cross, no crown. It is what our, for us, our families instilled in us. Yeah. And we were able to grow with it and develop a faith. Um, we're very, very fortunate. And I think part of this show and what you do, try to expand that for other people. So they hear it and say, wow, well, you know. I faced some difficult times, right. but if I take a little bit of look and see someone who actually was nailed to a cross, mm-hmm. so that we would, I mean, get his attention. Okay, I'm gonna nail myself. I got your attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how many people? I know. Oh, or said to sacrifice themselves to get the attention to say this is how to live. Well, I appreciate you telling me that. Uh, that's why like, we call the show cross training. Uh, like, you know, get your attention. If that yeah. doesn't get your attention, nothing. Yeah, uh, a father putting his son to that uh, to say, "Now, do I have your attention?" Um, yeah, it wasn't so that he could experience pain right. and suffering. Right. Uh, so it's true for Jesus, true for us. It was to say, "Hey, hey, 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 this is a serious issue." And uh, it's such an issue that I'm going to sacrifice my son. So, um, anyway. That's um, amazing. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm just thinking about that. Uh, It has been a real pleasure talking to you. Uh, I have enjoyed meeting you, and I was shocked to see you when I walked in. Really? Uh, Yeah, I was expecting. That's the best news I got all year. That raspy voice, I was expecting a much older gentleman, so I was pleasantly surprised to see this younger spry gentleman. Uh, And uh, it's been my pleasure to to visit with you. You do a lot for the community. Uh, Thank you. Can't wait to hear more about your CYO endeavors. Thank you. I'd like to help you in any way I could with that. Thank you. Uh, Develop it because I think uh, those are the guys that are going to be running things tomorrow. If we can't strengthen that younger group, uh, we won't have much left. Great thing. Great invention. So I see the cabbage ball growing. Right, uh, right. Yeah. You know, see why I started in Chicago with boxing? Can you imagine to keep the kids off the street of Chicago when Al Capone was raising all that? Great cars? idea. <laughs> Ought to do it again. Come on in. Come on to the parish and let's, let's be, you know, well, fight each other. it depends where you are. Uh, they can be very attractive uh, to a yeah, lot of, a lot right, of young kids. Right, right. Uh, so, well, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and sign off. One of the things we do now uh, as we say that, Hail Mary, great. and we hope our listeners join us. Uh, it's been a great hour talking to you and getting to know Vince Liberto. So Thank if you, you don't Dave, mind likewise. leading us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Cross Training with David Anderson is a production of Catholic Community Media.